0: Welcome to the PayFac Embedded Payments Podcast, brought to you by PayRix. As payments and software experts that eat, sleep, and breathe embedded payments, we're as passionate about you as you are about your customers. Each podcast episode will provide insights about embedded payments designed to help you fuel the transformation and growth of your software business. You'll learn from industry experts, Payrix customers, and leaders on the Payrix team about the latest trends, best practices, and real-world guidance from payments experts to help you take your software platform higher.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the PayFAC, Embedded Payments Podcast brought to you by Payrix and WorldPay for Platforms. I'm your host, Bob Butler, and today I'm going to be speaking with Matt Downs, who's the president of WorldPay for Platforms, leading the integrated payments business, Payrix, and the Payfac business at WorldPay. And we're going to be speaking about the evolution of embedded payments and what it means for software companies. So very excited to have you here today, Matt. Welcome to the show.
2: Hey, Bob. So glad to be here. Thanks for inviting me.
1: So before we get started, can you tell the audience a little bit about yourself and your software and payments background?
2: Yeah, Bob, it's um, kind of ironic that I'm here to spend some time with you today. I actually just celebrated, that's going to date me, my 23rd year of being in payments and software. You know, a little bit about my background, I actually started out working in selling payments through financial institutions. First eight years of my career, I think, you know, literally built the world's largest bank, Citibank, their merchant acquiring program. Several years later, I actually started one of the original integrated payments Business models. I saw this market opportunity to have a better product, technology, go to market, and service experience. And here I am, seventeen years later, three versions of that offering later, still in the same space. And uh, I think we're still in early beginnings. So, but you know, that's a little bit about my background.
1: I think from your vantage point, and from your payments and software SaaS experience. What are the biggest and most exciting changes you've seen within embedded payments over, let's call it the last 10, 15 years?
2: Yeah, Bob, it started out really simple. In the early days, you know, this concept of an integrator embedded experience was really just a payment application applied between a software company and a payment processor. And it's come so far, right? That was the first version of the product that kind of came out in the, in the mid to late 2000s. Several years later, I actually I had done a startup that focused on that space. And then I joined what was then Vanif now WorldPay. And we actually authored the payback model. And that's where things started to change very dramatically. we vertical software companies that saw payments as part of their core. We were the ones that kind of originally helped many of those companies get into the business. Some years later, we, you know, we still maintain 80% market share within that space here domestically. So clearly we're doing something right. And then along came this class of software companies that could provide a payment facilitation service, aka Payrix, that have taken it to the next level. And you know what you really see is the markets changed so much in that decade and a half to where now non-financial entities, software companies, can literally get in and distribute financial services products right, that has been heavily regulated over the last 30 or 40 years. And and ultimately, it's a pretty fantastic opportunity because it allows software companies to create better experiences with deep integrated workflows. And uh, I still think we're actually in early innings.
1: Yeah, I agree with you on the early innings. And I think the next question is really, how do you see, because we are early and I think things are moving fast, but what do you see changing the future of fintech and embedded finance? You touched on that.
2: Yeah, I think it's the convergence of both the technology and financial systems. And it it's what I would say it's still early innings, right? There's a, a stat that says open banking is really only at a 4% penetration rate. And I, I would tell you, while integrated embedded payments, had been around for a decade and a half where only about 45% of the workflows today are fully embedded and integrated. No, by the way, many of those, there's lots of room to go back and look at the workflows and understand, like, how do you actually drive better adoption from business owners and create delightful experience for consumers? You know, I think the market's going to be full of lots of continued opportunities, but I also think there's going to be some challenges. Bob, and those challenges will create more opportunity to solve complexity. One example would be regulatory and compliance as a vector. That's not simple. And a lot of things that are required within the financial systems are kind of foreign to software companies. So I think there'll be new products and offerings and companies like Payrix not to be, you know, a little bit of self promoting here, but we're gonna be out in front and our PayFac entity has been out in front for a decade around How do you be super forward looking around policy products, thinking about how do you actually protect companies and allow companies that maybe aren't great or don't have domain expert or don't want to bring that in-house, how do we actually do that on their behalf and protect them and their customers? And I think that, you know, the divergence between the the two fundamental businesses will allow for new opportunities.
1: You know, that's really interesting. I mean, when you think about The software companies that are out there, you know, uh, and we're talking about all this opportunity that's going to continue to happen. What do you think software companies should be thinking about if they want to stay competitive going forward?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think the reality of like just picking a payments partner or maybe having a couple integrations, I think those days are over. Meaning, if you think about, you know, the fact that the software is, you know, the main system of record and is the brains behind these businesses that they serve, just, you know, picking three or four partners or having a gateway plugged in, you're only going to be as good as your weakest link. So I think the reality is software companies want to think long and hard about, you know, who are they partnering with? Is it really a partner model? Meaning, are they able to leverage the other entity to go, how am I getting the best products? the know-how and the experience so that I can drive value for my customers and for my company. Because at the end of the day, you know, when you have the integrated workflows and the end-to-end and you're helping your customers with the receivables and all things payments and financially oriented, you're going to be able to set yourself up competitively different than the competitors that may take a more laxadaisical approach right, to this particular product and offering. And I think it's going to allow you to kind of set yourself apart out there in the market.
1: So when software companies get embedded payments right, what are they doing that differentiates them from their competitors?
2: People out there will call it frictionless. I actually don't think it's frictionless. Frictionless just means you can kind of get it and get it faster. I believe when you see a software, you know, to your question, kind of get it right, it shows up being more intuitive. I mean, the best companies that make their payment products and their overall products intuitive generally win, right? Like, think about large mobile platforms, think about some of the companies that are known as innovation. They're really thoughtful around intelligent design. And when you think about B2B customers, they're expecting more. And when you bring it in house, it's great because you can own the experience, but ultimately, You've got to make sure that you've thought about how do you create that experience that's going to differentiate you from your competitors. And to you know, use the cliche one, Uber got it right 12 years ago, right? They were a software firm that used payments both on the acceptance and payouts side mobile wallet. And they created something pretty frictionless. And more importantly, they created a better experience where you as the consumer, whether you were the driver or rider, kind of couldn't figure that out. Fast forward now, 10 years, any single software company can go out and create a similar experience. But again, it's who do you partner with? Are you investing right? And thinking about how do you actually make the right investment in order to create that very unique experience.
1: Yeah, I love the example of Uber, Matt, because it's almost like that's what people expect when they boot up their software. If you really have to think about sort of the next evolution of payments and software, what are some of your predictions and what really gets you excited about the industry as a whole?
2: Yeah, I mean, the predictions, I think we're in a little bit in the middle of prediction, right? Like a year ago, I would have said we are about to be in a cycle, right? Where many people were thinking about high growth, they were thinking about valuations. You don't hear about either of those things. The rule of 40s, right back in, for all software companies. So companies have got to think about intelligent growth from an investment, return and in sustainability, profitability, solid metrics across the businesses and strong KPIs are really, really critical. And when you think about all that and the opportunity to kind of grow, maintain and you know keep customers happy, think about your CSATs, everything that kind of goes along with it. I think payments is an opportunity, and embedded finance is an opportunity right underneath every software company's foot today. If you think back to 2008, right in the last significant crisis, there was a lot, lots of winners and unfortunately losers that were born. But more importantly, there was a lot of category owners were defined. They weren't defined in 2008, but the smart companies that invested looked inward and thought about how do I drive profitability. How do I re-entrench in my business so that when capital does free up and M&A opportunities start to show up, I've positioned myself as a winner. And I really think we're in a cycle where payments is always important, but in a down cycle, like we're all living in kind of right now, right? We're someplace, not maybe at the bottom of the trough, we're someplace on part of that trough. I think looking inward and going, how do I drive profitability and how do I make customers more happy through experience, I think now is the time for companies to take a look at that. And I think the ones that do will set themselves up so that when they come out of this, they potentially could be you know, a category owner or winner. Yeah, I'm a strong
1: believer like you. I think there's always great opportunity when there's great chaos happening. And I think you're spot on on the market and where we are in the trough. I guess, you know, before we wrap, are there any last pieces of advice you'd like to leave for a software company, you know, looking at embedded payments or embedded finance? Yeah, I think
2: a lot of it's, what are you looking to accomplish in being really thoughtful in long term about your partner, right? There's many companies out there that will say, hey, we offer payment facilitation as a service, or we will offer integrated payments. By the way, pull back the covers, take a look at the technology? Are they actually registered with the card brands as a payment facilitator themselves? Do they allow for you to kind of grow, right? Because you may come into their business model, focus on card not present or card not present, or maybe you, know, you want to start off with the easy button and grow over time. Do they have that flexibility, both technology and business model-wise, to allow you to grow? And even more important is, how committed are they to your success? Meaning, is it a do-it-yourself? Are they going to lean in and help you on not just the technology front, but the business model, right? You've got to show up with resources and commitment yourself, but take a look at the partner and say, do they have a sustainable track record of making software companies successful in this? And how are they going to show up? Well, the revenue is really important you've got to look at the product roadmap you got to look at the depth of the team and understand like how are ask yourself the question how is this particular partner going to make me successful and i think that inevitably will help you think about not just now or next year but five years from now and think about your payments business you know are they going to be there around the curve on the next compliance issue the next network issue the next product innovation to help you, you know, address that. So I think being real thoughtful, Bob, on who you choose to do business with and how you do it, I think is a big part of whether or not someone will be successful you know, extending themselves or recreating their payments business.
1: Well, that's fantastic, Matt. I really want to thank you for being on the show today.
2: Well, thanks for having me, Bob. And uh, it's a topic that I'm really passionate about. So when you reached out, I was all over it.
1: Well, I mean, having spent quite a bit of time with you over the past, well, actually years, if we go back to the early days that you referenced, I know that we're both big believers in sharing knowledge and experience. So we really appreciate you joining us today. Thanks again, Bob. We want to be a trusted resource for software providers who are out there trying to make sense of embedded payments and embedded fintech and to help them get the education they need to make the business decisions, their customers and investors will thank them for.
0: Thank you for joining us today on the PayFAC Embedded Payments Podcast, brought to you by Payrix. For more information about embedded payments, subscribe to our show at payrix.com/podcasts.